Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. Today, I am recording this from the traditional, unceded, and ancestral territories of the Tecumlips to Chequetmic people within Chequetmiculu. And I'm so very honored and grateful to be a guest on this beautiful territory. In today's episode, I have a special treat for you. Today, what you're going to hear on the podcast is a sneak peek into my HR Career Accelerator program. I'm sharing one of the video lessons from the beginning of the program called The Big Problem. In this lesson of the course, I share what I believe are the biggest challenges to landing that first HR role. My hope is that by sharing this, it might not only inspire some of you to join the program when registration is available, but also that if any of these challenges or problems resonate with you, that you'll make adjustments to your job search so that you can get the results you want. Now, what I'm assuming you want is to land your first HR role, and that's exactly the purpose of the HR Career Accelerator program. So if you want to learn more about it, make sure that you're signed up for my newsletter so that you get notified when registration opens. And if you want to get a great discount on the program when you register, and who doesn't like a great discount, make sure you have this discount code on hand. It's HRMentorPod, all one word. I'll also have links in the show summary for this episode where you can find the newsletter and some related episodes that will help you address some of these problems if you decide that the program's not right for you. Of course, if you have any specific questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me on LinkedIn or other social media or send me an email. I love hearing from you and of course, I'm happy to help you with your journey. Now, without further ado, here is Module 1, Lesson 2 of the HR Career Accelerator Program, The Big Problem. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately, a fulfilling HR career. Welcome to Module 1, Lesson 2, The Big Problem. In this lesson, I'm going to share with you what I believe are the biggest challenges new grads and emerging HR professionals face. Identifying these challenges has been based on my over 20 years in this field, talking to new graduates, mentoring and coaching students and professionals, and most importantly, from my own experience as a new HR professional. You see, even though it was more than 20 years ago, and I have come a long way since those days in the late 90s and early 2000s, my first HR job did not come easy for me. I faced a lot of frustration and roadblocks, and unlike you, I didn't have access to podcasts or even great internet resources to help guide me. And I certainly didn't have a program like this. So I was really stumbling around in the dark on my own, trying to figure out the answer to this really important question, a question I'm sure you've asked yourself on more than one occasion. Why is it so darn hard to get that first HR job? 
I have been asked this question more times than I care to count. I've also answered it many times and in many different ways, attempting to answer it as it comes up for people. But like most big problem questions, it's a bit complicated and nuanced, and the solution is not straightforward or cookie cutter. Honestly, it's kind of like the HR profession all wrapped up in one question. Complicated, nuanced, and not straightforward. And it's because of this question that I created the HR Mentor Podcast and the HR Career Accelerator Program. Because even though I made every attempt possible to try and give students and new grads the best advice possible, it's not something that can be simply addressed in an email or even a 20-minute audio. So I am so very glad that you decided to join this program and that you're ready to not only answer this question for yourself and work through the solutions that are going to have the biggest impact on you. So let's talk about the four problems with landing your first HR job and answer this question with a 30,000 foot view. In the next five modules of the HRCA program, you'll work through specific activities, reflections, assessments, and conversations that will create a unique roadmap for your particular challenges, your needs, and your career ambitions. Problem one, there are no HR departments that look exactly alike. HR departments are as varied as the people who choose the profession, and we really are a diverse bunch to be sure. HR departments differ greatly depending on the organization and the industry that you work for. They also can differ within an industry, within industry sectors, and even within a large organization or company that has multiple HR departments. In some organizations, the head of the HR department reports to the CEO or the president. And in other organizations, they report through to finance or corporate services. This difference has a huge impact on how the department operates, the services they provide, and the roles that they have available. HR departments also differ in the roles they might create or put an emphasis on. Some HR departments are really focused on recruitment and employee relations is handled mostly through frontline managers. But in other organizations, they might be very focused on providing administrative support. Yet, in another different organization, they might be providing the full gamut of HR services, including labor relations and workforce planning. Let's talk about unionized workplaces, because I've worked in a few of those. In a complex unionized department, the HR department may spend a lot of time on labor relations, investigations, and labor management contracts. But even in that case, they may have a specialized labor relations team, complete with their own lawyers. Some HR departments have hundreds of employees. Others have one or two. Or they may not even have a department. Sometimes HR is handled by someone called an office manager. The point I'm making is that HR departments are all very different. And this impacts how you find the perfect HR role for you. 
For example, you may be looking for an HR coordinator role, but it might not be called that or look the same in different organizations. In one organization, you might be a perfect fit for an HR assistant role. And in another, you may not have any of the qualifications. It just depends. This is why we will spend a fair bit of time in this program focused on the perfect role for you. And then we'll use the needle in the haystack search for that perfect job that's out there in the world waiting for you. Let's talk about problem two. Right or wrong, most HR roles I see advertised request the applicants to have some level of relevant experience. So this automatically makes it tougher for a new graduate to get that first role. And the question that often comes up with this is, how do I get the experience when I don't have any? Well, it's a fair question and one that we'll tackle throughout this program. I've seen a lot of LinkedIn posts and posts on other social media platforms criticizing employers for asking for experience with entry-level roles. And the critique is valid in my opinion. As you'll learn in module two, this is something we can't control. So we're not gonna try and fix employers who do this in this program. Instead, we're going to find our way around it. Now, that said, there is some rationale for asking for some experience when it comes to HR. I'm not trying to say that HR is special and other professions aren't. I just want you to hear me out on this. So why do HR roles usually require experience? Well, this comes down to the nature of our profession. HR is a profession that's based on applying laws, regulations, and theories and principles in real-world situations that directly impact people. It's an important role that can have a huge impact on an organization and how it operates, but it also comes with a level of risk. When you're going to start messing with the people, as I call it, the risk factor automatically goes up. And because many HR departments are small, yes, in some organizations, HR is still seen as an administrative function, doesn't always get the same budget or support that other functions do. So the people working there don't always have the capacity to train new people who lack experience. Plus, it's hard to train the practical aspects of our profession. There's a reason why you need both the theory and practice in order to get the CPHR designation in Canada. You can't just tell somebody how to properly advise a manager without going through the process. It's something you have to learn by doing, and it takes time to learn how to assess and analyze situations, ask questions, and get the right information to give the best possible guidance and advice. And in fact, it also requires you to make some mistakes along the way. So even though we aren't going to learn ways to address the experience challenge in the HRCA program, I do believe there is some legitimate reasons for it in many roles. Not all, of course, but many. Problem number three is that the transition from an HR program to the HR profession lacks any type of formal articling internship or common career path. Unlike accounting, law, and trades programs, 
There is no set quote unquote on the job training or articling program for HR professionals. I wish there was, but it doesn't exist. Even if you become a CPHR candidate after graduation, you still have to navigate the start of your career on your own. And that start can take many different directions and avenues. While this is super exciting on one hand, because you're not going to be doing the same work as anyone else, it also creates a challenge because you need to figure out which jobs are the best fit for you and where to find those first opportunities. Yes, the legal profession and accounting profession have a very competitive process, but at least there is some defined path to follow. One of the things we need to do is create our own learning opportunities. This means we need to put a different type of effort into our job search after graduation. And if you listen to episode 54 of the HR Mentor podcast and my conversation with Stephen Rothberg from College Recruiter, Stephen recommends that you don't wait until graduation and instead you seek out these self-made internships while you're still going to school. Now, don't despair if that ship sailed for you. Throughout this program, we're going to focus on all the ways you can leverage the vast skills, strengths, and knowledge that you have trapped within you to create opportunities that will get you well on your way to a successful career. The fourth and final problem is that HR is a broad profession with lots of possible career paths. This is great news, of course, because variety means choices. But it also means that you won't be the best fit for all possible HR career paths. And most new graduates either don't know how or are too afraid to focus their job search. When you're first starting out and you just want to get some experience, any experience, you will likely apply for everything and anything in hopes that a connection will be made and off you'll go. Don't worry, I know that's many of you. And if this has been you and you haven't had success yet, don't beat yourself up and certainly don't despair. The problem is that you aren't perfect for every HR job, even the entry-level ones. And when you're sending out generic information about yourself in hopes that the employer will figure out how you fit, you're making them do the work. And I can tell you, if they have an applicant that's showing them how they're a fit and you're leaving it up to them to figure it out, they will always go with the candidate who makes it easy for them. Remember what I said in problem number one, no two HR departments are the same and neither are any HR career paths. There is a huge difference between a compensation and benefits career path and a learning and development career path. And the earlier you figure out which ones are a great fit for you at this stage of your career, the easier it is to find the right roles, sell yourself to employers, and land that first HR job. New grads are often afraid to focus in any way but you know the saying, and you'll probably hear me say it more than once, if you try to appeal to everyone, you will end up appealing to no one. So let me ask you this. Do these four problems surprise you? Now that you've heard them, probably not. And which one of these resonates with you the most? 
As you explore opportunities in different organizations, do you see that they are not all structured the same way? Perhaps your lack of experience has been getting you down. Of course, that it's tied closely to problem three, that there is not clearly defined experience, internship, or learning path for HR professionals only complicates things. Finally, maybe it's the idea that there are so many choices that make you feel overwhelmed about your job search. And maybe after hearing this, you realize that you're being way too general or generic. Whatever it is, make note of what it is that you feel resonates the most with you in this set of problems, because it's going to help you throughout this program as we try to address them and create a plan that is going to be as unique as you are. Now, of course, I believe that sharing is caring and that more heads on a problem are better than one or more heads focused on solving a problem are better than one. So now that you've had a few minutes to reflect on the big problem, head over to our Facebook group and share your thoughts on why you think it is so darn hard to find that first HR job. And if you think there's a problem that I missed, feel free to share that as well. In the next module, we're going to take a look at the solutions, which will give you another look at all the topics we're going to cover in this program. And remember, if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out by emailing me, or better yet, post your questions in the Facebook group. I'll be checking in there regularly. And don't forget to watch for posts about upcoming Facebook Live sessions to support you with the course materials. In the meantime, Take care, and I'll see you in lesson three. I really hope you enjoyed this special episode. What you just heard was module one, lesson two of the HR Career Accelerator program. It's part of a six module program that's designed to take you from a job seeker to a job offer. Now, there were some calls to action at the end that don't apply to somebody that's not in the program. But if you want to join, please make sure that you're signed up for my newsletter. There's a link wherever you're listening. And don't forget the discount code HRMentorPod, which is a special discount for listeners of this podcast. And if you're not signed up for the newsletter and you still want to join, reach out to me on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and I'll make sure that you get notified when the registration opens. If you aren't already subscribed to the HR Mentor Podcast, make sure you click the button wherever you're listening. And of course, if you love it, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Spotify, or pop a recommendation on my page on LinkedIn. I always love hearing from you and getting your feedback. Thank you once again for listening. I'm grateful for your time. Take care. Bye for now.